There's a difference between having boundaries and having walls. And I want to talk to you about it today in our final episode of the Boundaries Masterclass series that we've been having here on Business Mindset Mastery. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Heather Gray. I'm a mindset and leadership expert. I work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. And you can learn more about me over at choosetohaveitall.com. And today, um, we're on day five, right? Like we've been in it together for a full five days. If you've been listening to all the episodes, and following along. Um, even if you're just listening to a random episode here or there, I certainly would love your feedback and you can let me know what you've been thinking over at Heather at choose to have it all.com. But when I was looking at what I wanted to leave you with, like what I, you know, what is the most important thing? What's the information that is most critical for you to take away? It started to occur to me that like by three days in or four days into the series, I have probably gotten most of you who are going to take action on the things I've said heading in the right direction. Like if you've already decided like you were in the choir and pe- preaching to, yes, you haven't been paying attention to yourself. Yes, you haven't been taking care of yourself and your needs. You need to do a better job of that. You're going off and you're either prepping yourself to have hard conversations. You're checking in with yourself about where your needs haven't been met. And you are well on your way to feeling more successful, more healthy in your personal life or in your professional life wherever you might be struggling. I started to think about people who might not by day five have taken action on the things I'm saying, who think they're not included in this story. And, you know, the first group of people, they get like a big old high five. If you have perfectly healthy relationships and all of your boundaries are intact and you have the hard conversations whenever you need to have them, good for you. And what the hell have you been doing listening to this <laughs> week of episodes? Like you've been wasting your time and you need to be going back and doing things for your life in your business that have nothing to do with boundaries. But if you're in it with the rest of us and you are still kind of feeling dodgy and you're listening to hear what I have to say, I haven't bored you to tears talking about the same topic for five days in a row and you're still with me, I, you know, I, I think we need to clarify a huge myth um, that when it comes to boundary setting, I think a lot of times we look at boundaries as a wall. Um, and I've said it, and it's probably even language I've used this week because by definition, what I've been describing as the boundary is the limit that exists between you and the other person. Somebody wanting to be closer to you than you want to be to them. And I think that the biggest takeaway that I, I want you guys to walk away with in this Friday episode is that boundaries are a way of engaging people to be close closer to you. They are not like keeping people at arm's length. Sometimes they are because it's people you want kept at arm's length. It's people who you don't have a particular affinity for, who you don't feel particularly close to, who you're not looking to get to know better, or you need some time and distance in between. And all of that is perfectly okay. But those often aren't the boundaries that people feel shaky on. The boundaries people feel shaky on and avoidant on are the ones where it's somebody who matters or it's a professional situation that matters because I think for a lot of business owners, we're so afraid of losing business or we're afraid of how we're going to be perceived or we're afraid of a negative review or we're afraid of, you know, sort of what I call like that emotional warfare and blackmail that exists that we don't, we don't take care of ourselves and we don't respect ourselves as business owners because we're not, um, 
You know, we're so afraid of what's going to happen on the other side of that. But what I want you to do is start to think about this entire week's conversation as like, if you don't do this, if you don't pay attention to this in your life, if you don't take care of yourself, you are setting yourself up to have unhealthy professional relationships. And you're setting yourself up to have unhealthy personal relationships because you're teaching people how to treat you and you're teaching them that you or somebody who can be disrespected without consequence. That is ultimately how you're setting yourself up to fail. But what a boundary does is teach people how to successfully connect with you, how to get more of you, how to have more access with you, how to learn from you, engage with you, spend time with you, be present with you. Those are really important things. And that's what motivates us. I think so often, you know, in this boundary conversation, it's like, oh, you're not going to take any shit or you're not going to put up with that or you're not going to. And that's, yes, that's part of boundary setting. But the real heart of boundary setting is genuine connection, doing what we need to do to set ourselves up to move through the world in the way that's most consistent with us. And when we pay attention to our needs, when we pay attention to what's important to us and we uphold our priorities, we do everything better. We show up in spades for our people. We're more productive. We're more engaged. We get closer. We dig deeper in and we get more connected. So often the people with poor boundaries are equally unhappy in their relationships. They feel like they're moving through the world alone. They feel largely isolated, unseen, disrespected, and otherwise ignored. Because that's the natural consequence that happens when our boundaries are disrespected and we do nothing. Because we roll over, we play dead, and we end up with a life story that nobody cares about us, that we're not worthy, that we don't matter. Because we are not participating in an ending that changes that story. And I think so often, like people who are chronically disrespected and feel so, you know, put upon, excuse me, sorry, I've been (laughs) recording these episodes back to back and I'm drinking water, I promise, in between all of them, but still a foggy throat here. Um, I even, I have a, I have this super cool client right now who's a voiceover, um, artist and she does voiceover work and she was prompting me, um, last week to make sure I was talking from my diaphragm and I, I even can feel that as I'm talking to you, but still, um, recording all these episodes back to back, I think is challenging my vocal cords, um, which will hopefully for all of you prompt me to have fewer words and end this so you can get on with your life and business. But, you know, as I was saying is I think so often and, you know, people who are really dissatisfied in their relationships will see that there's a chronic pattern in their lives where their boundaries are disrespected, where they're not seen and they're not taken care of. And the thought and the feeling emerges that if I have this hard conversation, if I say to somebody, you're not treating me nicely, you're not taking care of me, you're not doing this, we end up even more alone. And where I go with this is like, would you rather be lonely alone or lonely in a crowded room of people not paying attention to you? Because if you do set these boundaries and you do have these hard conversations and people don't want to be in relationship with you as a result, or you decide you don't want to be in relationship with them as a result, yes, you are going to end up alone, but you are also making room and you're creating 
openness for the people who can respect you, who do see you, who will want to connect with you to find you because you will be more aligned with who you are and how you move through the world. Right now, you're moving through the world as someone who's chronically disrespected. So you're going to get chronically disrespectful people like that's we we breed them. And I promise you, they find us like, you know, they find you so quickly. But if you say this is who I am and this is what I deserve and I'm not settling, you find people who are willing to offer that to you. It creates an openness. It's not a wall. It's not armor. It's not a it, but it is a gate. You, you're a gatekeeper and you're saying, hey, you, are you willing to do what it takes with me to come on through? And some people are not going to be willing to do that. Some people are going to be like, I'm not changing. This is how I am. If you don't like it, you know, tough, da, 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 and, and off you go. But it doesn't always have to be that way. But so often we don't stand in our truth. We don't stand up for ourselves. We don't speak to what we need because we're so afraid of what's going to happen happen when we do that. And it's that emotional warfare I've been talking to you about this week. It's that fear of being alone or being held hostage or being manipulated and somebody else controlling us. That's how you've landed in this podcast series. That's how if you're on day five and you're not bored yet and you're still listening, that's why. Because you still have some work to do and you still have some conversations you have to do with yourself and some conversations you have to have with other people because you are being held hostage by by your your thoughts and your feelings connected to these relationships. And that is the loop and that is the cycle we need to get you out of to care about yourself, to respect yourself. Because if you don't, my friends, nobody else is going to. Like beginning, middle and end. We can't get respect until we respect ourselves. And if we get held captive by the fear of people leaving, the fear of people changing our minds about us, the fear that we're not going to get what we want because our needs are going to alienate us from other people, then we're never going to find those relationships we're meant to have. We're never going to find those, you know, those moments that like make it all worthwhile because we we're it, that it's the loop, right? Like it's, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm getting so like passionate. I'm losing my words and now I'm losing my voice. You poor people, day five of this thing. Um, but it's this idea that if we don't stand up for what we deserve, no one else is going to. And if we don't, we don't have a prayer of meeting it. But if we do show up for ourselves unapologetically with less fear, because honestly, these conversations are scary. They're hard. It's, it's awkward. It's nerve wracking. It's not easy. But there's hope in having them that our needs will get met on the other side and the relationships will be better for it. But yes, absolutely, my friends, the very real reality is, is sometimes they won't be. It's not a reason not to have a conversation, but they're not easy conversations to have and we have to prepare ourselves for all possible outcomes. That's how we get in control of it. That's how we get in control of the narrative of the dialogue. And that's ultimately how we control the ending to our story by standing up for ourselves unapologetically moving through the world as we are and stating what we need to be our best version of ourselves. It's not a wall. It's an invitation for the people who are willing to respect you to come closer. Ultimately, that's what most of us want. 
That's why we're not having those hard conversations. That's why we're not saying what we mean and meaning what we say, because we're so scared that we're going to do it and we're going to end up alone. And what we don't realize is in not doing it, we are almost guaranteeing that regardless of how many people we have around us, we're going to feel nothing but alone. That's why I spent five days talking to you about this. Because loneliness is an epidemic in our culture right now. We are walling ourselves off and we're armoring up and we're calling it boundaries. That, my friends, is not boundaries. That is armor and that is a wall and that's different. Boundaries are conversations. If you want to be closer to me, this is what I need you to be aware of. If not, that's fine. You're going to be kept at a distance. That's how we bring people into our life who are going to love us, who are going to see us, who are going to respect us, who are going to want to work with us. Because again, this is a conversation that's universal personally or professionally, but how we show up for ourselves is how other people are going to show up for us. Like that's the way it works. So if the way you're moving through the world right now isn't working for you, if the way your relationships are going isn't working for you, it's time to make a change. And this is how you do it. I've spent five episodes talking to you about it because it is that important. It is that critical. It is a part of your foundation for moving through the world in a healthy way personally and professionally. I've been speaking to you about this for five days now. So I hope you use it. I hope you take it with you. It makes you a better person personally. It strengthens your relationships personally and professionally. And this matters to me. I hope you can see in talking to you for five days about it that this matters to me. If it matters to you too, if you appreciate the time I've taken to break this down for you, to offer you my best for the past five days on a topic that's guaranteed to make your life and your business better, then I'm going to take a moment right now to ask you to financially support the show because this is who I want to be for you and this is how I want to move through the world. I want to continue to deliver my best content for you. And I don't think that it's a lot to ask to say, while I keep offering you mindset every day, could you please financially support the show? It's a vote of confidence. It's a vote to tell me to keep doing what I'm doing. And it gives you some skin in the game to keep listening, to keep participating in your own life because you're invested in it. Because I'm invested in you. And when you're invested in me back, wow, my friend, friends, we can create real magic. There's a link in the show notes for how to support me. Um, and I really, I ask for your consideration in doing so. Thank you so much for today, for this week. I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.